Welcome back. I'm Ron Alesco, and you're listening to Folk Music Notebook. It is a Monday and a new week and a new chapter for Folk on the Water with Dave Rowe. As you know, the last couple of weeks, we've started following Dave Rowe and his uh, first mate, Stacy, aboard the Stinkpot, their, their vessel that is t- taking them all around the Great Loop, a uh, little tour of America and part of Canada by water. Now, we've been talking to Dave over the internet, but I understand he is in such a remote location that we weren't able to make an internet connection, but his cell phone, at least for now, is working. Dave, are you with us? I'm still here. <laughs> I, got, uh, uh, I, I put the crank in the side of the phone and it worked. <laughs> wow, modern technology. Well, so where are you? I mean, it's some deep remote jungle. I, I've got this picture that there's no cell service. You're, you're probably far away from humanity. Is that the case? Uh, well, we are deep in the willy whacks of Ontario. We're at the Swift Rapids Lock. Uh, which is real near the end, or at least for the end for us, of the Trent Severn Canal, uh, or Trent Severn Waterway, as they call it. Um, in a couple of days, we will be right on Georgian Bay in Lake Huron. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, and, and that's what people are telling us. Uh, they, we, we feel that where we have been, the, the, the things we've seen uh, on, this, on this journey through the Trent Severn uh, is some of the most beautiful country we've ever encountered it's certainly some of the best boating i've ever had um but people keep telling me up here wait till you see georgian bay wait till you see georgian (laughs) bay they call the trent severn waterway the ditch wow Uh, and they they just keep telling me wait till you see this it's going to blow your mind so i'm I'm waiting for my mind to be blown (laughs) definitely we're looking forward to that i mean i've been looking at your your photos you've been pasting photos and videos on your Facebook page, the uh, Stinkpot page, and I'm just in awe of some of the uh, scenes. And I, and I think you advise today for the people should take the, the video, watch it a second time, and like, slow it down, pause it so you can see some of the sights that you guys are seeing. It's just incredible. And, and it looks like the weather's been holding up pretty good for you guys. Oh, it's been absolutely gorgeous. Tomorrow's going to be overcast, but today was bright sunshine all day. The, the downside was we had some pretty stiff breezes, about a 12-knot wind all day, uh, which blew us around a little bit. It, it made it tough to grab one of the lock walls. Uh, but, you know, we made it through, and none the worse for wear. So, uh, great day. Well, I know part here in New Jersey, where I'm at, and many parts of the country have been going through an incredible heat wave. So, when you say a, a little breeze like that, <laughs> it makes me a little jealous. And I'm also jealous because I understand you guys uh, finally got on land and you went to a an ice cream factory. Yeah, we did. Uh, while we were stopped a couple of nights ago, uh, we we took a nice long walk, uh, and there was a an ice cream factory local. Uh, so we. we we walked to it and and sampled their wares. If I could pronounce the name of the ice cream company, I would tell you exactly what it was, <laughs> but it was an unpronounceable. Uh, I'm sure anybody in, in Ontario could tell you exactly what it was. It started with a K. Uh, <laughs> but it was, it was uh, hands down, some of the best ice cream I've ever had. Wow. Uh, I, I got, uh, they, you know, most places will have like, you know, small, medium, large, something like that. They had uh, child small and huge (laughs) and i i was advised by the person who told us to go try this place don't get the the huge no one can eat all that 
um, which was so, all the challenge that I actually <laughs> needed. Challenge accepted. Uh, and uh, I, I have uh, an ice cream stained shirt to prove it. So. <laughs> good for you. I I would have taken the challenge myself. I'm an ice cream aficionado, so <laughs> good for you. I'm getting hungry now. Uh, well, it, it, it's so nice though that you're you're able to to experience all of this. I mean, being on the uh, the on the, the canal, you're, you're seeing nature up close like none of us can see and then yet you get to make these wonderful stops and and visit and and i know we've been talking in past chapters about all the great people you meet you know i, I guess if you're doing a trip around the world on the ocean you're, you're not going to see land you're not going to set foot on land here you've got that opportunity to stretch your legs and i understand you know you finally got into a car something that i think most of us do on a daily basis but it's been weeks since you've been doing that hasn't it yeah well, this morning uh we decided because we were in Aurelia, uh, and that's one of the last uh, bastions of, uh, shall we say, civilization that we are going to be in for a couple hundred miles. So uh, we're, we're going up through some remote territory when we, when we hit Georgian Bay. So I, I decided that it probably made sense to top off our, uh, our propane tank so that we could cook. Mm -hmm. um, so we took it to Canadian Tire, which is... Uh, uh, how do I describe Canadian Tire for U.S. listeners? It's it's sort of like Home Depot, Walmart, uh, and Harbor Freight had an accident. Uh, <laughs> it, it's just you know it's it's a big department store right. uh, dedicated to hardware, car products, uh, lawn furniture. <laughs> wow. Um, some footwear. Uh, it's an outdoors store. Uh -huh. uh, and we went there and. Mind you, the last time we filled our propane tank, it was completely empty. Uh, and, and this was in somewhere on the Erie Canal. It was in New York. Uh, and it cost us two and a half dollars to fill the tank. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, it, it cost, it wasn't even empty this time. This was just stop gap. Let's make sure we don't run out of gas. It cost $19 up here to fill that tank. Wow. That's a big difference. Even though the Canadian dollar is not worth as much as the U.S., that's still pretty uh, hefty. <laughs> that's what I thought. Oh man! Uh, but now we have gas. We'll be good until we get you know back in in the United States and and things get cheap again. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we we uh, we started walking out of the out of the marina with our our little propane cylinder, and uh, one of the other loopers who was staying uh, at the same marina. He said, I, I just rented a car. You want me to give you a ride? Huh. And we said, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll take a ride. And so he drove us to Canadian Tire. And uh, it, it was the first time we'd been in a car uh, in weeks. Wow. <laughs> it, it, felt, it almost felt strange. The, yeah. the last time we were in a car, we were, it was somewhere along the Erie Canal. Uh, and we took an Uber uh, to buy a few things. Huh. Or actually, we walked to the store and took the Uber back because we bought a few things. <laughs> we didn't want to carry it all. Sure. This is such a different experience. Are, are you feeling at all homesick or that you know maybe uh, you would like to uh, you know, anchor down somewhere for, for a longer period and, and feel those comforts of home again? Uh, you know, in, in some ways, it would be nice to have continuously running water so that if we did want to take a shower, uh, we didn't have to you know, take a Navy shower. Mm -hmm. uh, there are, there are those, those little things, but by and large, uh, we're having a good time and I don't 
think uh, either one of us uh, is really longing for life on the land. Oh, good. Um, good. It, it, it's, it's really a lot of fun. And, you know, somebody said that to us just today. They, uh, because we, we have some time ahead of us. And they said, hey, you know, uh, you're, you're running well ahead of schedule. You, 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 if you wanted to, you could go home. And of course, we rented our house out, so that's not going to happen. But <laughs> we just thought, why? Right, right, right. <laughs> there's, there's, there's nothing back there, you know. We we put everything in storage. We we this boat is our home. Uh-huh. So wherever it is, you know, home is where the anchor drops. That's that, what they say. There you go. And it's like, it is a home. I mean, uh, again, somebody like myself who's never been on a boat, and I'm sure some of our listeners may, may have some wonderings what it's like to be on there. I mean, I've, I've been in a camper, you know, it, it's a different experience where you fill the water, you fill your propane tanks, and you sometimes plug into electricity. But I, I assume you have a generator that makes electricity, and, and so you can have refrigeration and things on board? Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, it's it's uh, dutifully chugging away right now and, and uh, keeping all of our things working, fans running, lights on, food cold. <laughs> Great. Well, your your next, you said before that you're uh, getting close to the end of the, uh, it was the Trans-Severn Waterway. And I understand that you're about to get into a, a lock, I guess, maybe tomorrow or the day after, which is also partially by railroad car. Now, you, you talked a little bit about this last time we talked, but now that you're getting closer, uh, could you explain to our listeners again what, what it's all about and, and tell them how, how does this thing work? I mean, I'm just getting a, a picture. You're, you're going to get your boat jacked up onto a, onto a railroad car so it can go up, up a hill. Is that correct? Basically, yeah. It, it's like a, a great big boat trailer that travels on tracks, uh, and it goes down into the water you drive the boat on top of it and it has uh, uh, uh what do they call them uh, straps and and lifts to basically lift the boat out and keep it level uh and hold it above the water and it drives the boat out up on the land and then drops it into another body of water mm-hmm. it, it sounds the is there any um risk involved i mean it sounds something goes wrong you could lose your boat there is there is there any problems with that uh we haven't heard any horror stories good good you know the 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 lift lock we went through in peterborough and actually we went through another lift lock a a couple of days ago um but that those lift locks uh at least the one in peterborough back in the 20s one of the doors uh fell open on it uh when it was 64 feet in the air oh, wow. and there was, there was a great loss of life. You know, oh. boats floated out and dropped 64 feet. Oh my God. Um, and so they had to come up with a better system for securing the gates. Uh, when the, when the tub was full and the thing was in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have heard no horror stories about the big shoot. Well, good. So, we don't want to hear well, any going forward. So <laughs> good, good luck with that. Uh, so we had a, we had sort of a fun moment on the other lift lock that the Kirkfield lift lock that we went through a couple of days ago, we drove into it and, uh, Stacy's afraid of heights. Uh, and when, when we drive into the lock, the first thing you have to do is make the lines fast so that the boat stands still in the lock while everything's happening. Uh, and Stacy bent over to make the line fast on the side of the lock and she was looking 50 feet below us. Wow. Uh, and 
she froze and could not get the line on. Uh-huh. Uh, and I got my line on, and <laughs> I look up the up the uh, rail, and Stacy's there with a boat hook uh, where her line should be. And she says, "I froze. I couldn't do it." Ah. <laughs> uh. So I I had to go up there and and help her get a line on, but it. it it's scary. I mean, it's, sure. especially if you're afraid of heights, all, all of this stuff. And I, I've been told by people who've been through the big shoot that we're doing tomorrow that the larger boats like ours, they tend to put us at the end of the rail car mm-hmm. so that when we are coming out of the water, we're out of the water. We're up high and looking off the back of our boat and there's the ground uh, and the tracks below us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it might be a, another uh, uh cringe-inducing moment for Stacy. <laughs> I can imagine. Oh, well, I wish you the best. So you actually, you stay on the boat as it goes through all this. It's not like you're, you know, being shuttled to another yep. car while they do this. You stay on board. We stay on board because we have to be able to take control of the vessel as soon as it's afloat. Gotcha. So. <laughs> oh, well, good luck. I can't wait to the next chapter so we can hear how this all goes because I'm sure it's going to be fine, but it's, uh, it's going to be an experience for you, I'm sure. Definitely. Definitely. It's exciting stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I know even though you're sort of, I, I don't want to call this a vacation because this is a working trip, but you know, you're enjoying yourselves, but you are taking care of business at the same time. I understand on your website, you now have a little, uh, a little store that you started based on this trip. Yes. Uh, well, we uh, encountered some folks uh, a, a couple of uh, towns back. Uh, we, we pulled out of the lock and we're pulling onto the wall where where we're going to tie up for the night and get the boat all secured. And we hear somebody yell behind us, stink pots here. (laughs) And I, we turned around and there was this guy walking toward us carrying a a bag. Uh, and he gave us this handmade, uh, stink pot pillow. Uh, it says stink pot. 2019 great loop on it uh and he's he's been following our journey for uh, a few weeks now on facebook and so we posted about that on on our facebook page and and some people started saying well you should have t-shirts like that sure uh and so we got in touch with teespring and we now have t-shirts like that <laughs> lovely lovely and coffee mugs the oh, coffee not... mugs are in oh, very nice oh that's great well after this finish i'm going to be heading over there myself to check this out wonderful well dave i i i, I think this is great what you what you and stacy are doing i and we all admire you and uh you know we're, we're living our our lives vicariously through your your, your great story now it's been what a, a little over 40 days if i'm doing the math right or somewhere around that that you've been on this and you, you uh, what's the date now yeah i i guess we're closing in on that yeah it's just it's been a, just about that yeah so you got probably another what 11 months to go on this whole trip so it's uh, <laughs> yeah. still a lot of excitement ahead and i understand you're working on some new songs which maybe we'll be lucky and we'll get one next time but uh right now i think we're gonna play one of uh, one of your older songs what, what song have you chosen for us today to to end our little visit uh, I chose the Lover's Tree. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, we, we've been taking a lot of walks uh, at, at our various destinations, and we've seen an awful lot of really nice country uh, from these walks. And uh, so I thought a song that came out of one of my walks in the past 
I almost said locks. That's, that's a Freudian <laughs> slip. Uh, one of my walks in the past uh, seemed appropriate. I, I wrote this song about a, an old tree that I saw in the woods. Somebody carved some initials in. So the lover's tree. Oh, well, we'll take a listen to that right now. Dave, thank you so much for being with us today. I wish you and Stacy all the best. And, uh, you know, tell her to keep looking up. Don't worry about those heights. She's, everything's going to be fine. And we'll, we'll talk to you, I guess, on, uh, on the bay in, in a couple of days. Yes, you shall. Thank you so much, Ron. Thanks, Dave. And now we're going to hear Dave Rowe, The Lover's Tree. Lovers walking near 
Play.